August 23rd, 2012. It's a Watt from Pedro show. Thank you. 
for Pedro show in Pedro but not on the pleasure point at the love grotto with me is not brother Matt but special guest Jordan Schwartz from parts north yeah came all the way down from Santa Monica Santa Monica I thought you came from Culver City whatever <laughs> but I'm, I am you work Santa in Monica. Culver City yeah. you live in Santa Monica yeah, yeah. yeah it was a nice drive down the 405 Really? Oh, the big clouds are coming in. They're on the edge of Pedro. Oh, it was terrible. The weather was nice. The weather, the sky was nice. Uh, We started off the show within a sentimental mood. John Coltrane, Duke Ellington, and then Ototo. I should say that right. Ototo. From Sawako with Ryan Francisconi. San Francisconi. Uh, okay, you can you <laughs> plug that thing here. You got to no, spiel no. With me I got to. I got to no. get a photo. I'm listening, dude. Okay, <laughs> my guest here is, is hooked up to his leash. So Fake, I'm, t- I'm taking a fake look. Let's right take now. it. Let's let's take it from the beginning. <laughs> uh, where were you born and when? I was born in New York City, 1963. Okay, moved out age one. My parents were like pretty hardcore New Yorkers and they Not came too hardcore well hardcore enough to be like my dad never went back he grew up in you know grew up in Brooklyn yeah. and he never went back moved to Southern California yeah. and that was it ended up in Santa Barbara so anyway so but we moved out hardcore California oh yeah hippie and <laughs> all that gave up on the oh yeah well he, he said he wanted he wanted the city to be as he remembered it the you know the 50s and the late 60s New York he didn't want to go back into the you know the taxi driver New York in the 70s. Travis you know? Bickle. Yeah, he didn't he didn't need to, he didn't need to deal with that. So yeah, we went we moved to uh, Newport Beach. I lived there. OC. Yeah, OC life. But I think uh, John Wayne. Yeah. Had a yacht there that he converted from a minesweeper. Cool. In those parts, maybe in those times, 60s, right? Yeah, I didn't see him around. No. And then parents got divorced, age seven, moved to Glendale, and then just moved all valley. around. My mom and my sister moved all From over Orange, the place. Orange County to the Valley. Right. And then all over the West Side. But then, yeah, because I know you from the West Side. Yeah, we kind of ended up in Santa Monica. Oh, I lived in Hermosa for a while. I went really? in like 73, like third, like uh, third, fourth, fifth grade. Went to uh, Pier Avenue and Hermosa Beach Middle School. Well, Pier was the road. Yeah. And that's and, what that's what uh, the studio was on. Yeah, media art. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't know about any no, of that church that, stuff. No, but that was on the corner. But of I, Catalina and here. But I went to uh, went to went to uh, in sixth grade. It was an English class. Church was a couple blocks. Yeah, towards the beach, east. right? Yeah. Well, east of that studio. Studio was like right on the. Oh yeah. Right before the, that little place with the lighthouse and that stuff and all. It's kind of like. Really strange. Uh, 
like college town without a college scene there. Yeah. <laughs> like if you had a frat scene, but there's no college. <laughs> so the, but the keggers are still flowing. Yeah, and the sh- shot, uh, jello shots. Yeah, so I went, I was, I was in elementary school with Janet Housden, you know, from Red Cross, or the drummer from Red Cross, and whatever, but uh, then moved out of there and just moved all over the west side, Santa Monica, Beverly Hills, uh, Marina Del Rey. Music? So first music, I mean, my parents kind of became suburban hippies in uh, Newport Beach. Yeah, but the first music. That I heard was Beatles. Experience. Yeah, was, was okay. Beatles. Like my well, sister you could, and I. You could call it something. Because you probably heard sounds before that, but didn't know who it was. Yeah, yeah. No, but I remember, like, like Yellow Submarine, for like example. Beatles is the one you know you can put together. Yeah, and in our house, that was like... Sound. That was like the classical music. Like, that was... That's the, like Beethoven for our house. It was Beatles and, and Rolling Stones was the Bach, right? That's, that's kind of where that whole thing was at that time. Uh, but I didn't pay much attention to that, aside from the Beatles, right? Uh... But then later on, I got it was Doctor Demento. Man. It's your parents, yeah, hippies. Here, let's listen to some music here. Cool.
fellas that I follow twice after weekday. Disappointed, cause I wanted to be a famous DJ.
Watt for Pedro Show, old friend Jordan Schwartz, guest this edition. Uh, we just heard uh, It's Cool by Black Bananas. You heard of them? No. I think they're in Orange County. It's the lady from uh, Royal Trucks. Huh. Ahead of that, we had uh, Be a Man by Serengeti and Tobacco. Which respect put tobacco out of Pittsburgh. We're ready to record a new album. I don't know who the Serengeti guy is, but I like anything uh, tobacco's in. Uh, in front of that was Good Woman, a, a Cat Power song by Ed Vedder live. Wow. And then Cat Power with a new song called Cherokee, but with the Nicholas Jar remix. And we started off with Putin's Oh shit! Lights up the fires. Putin lights up the fires by Pussy Riot. What, what's your your take on Pussy Riot? This uh, I, I Russian think it's, lady. Band? I think it's the biggest thing that happened to punk rock in a long time. I think it's I think it's going to blow up the whole punk rock scene in U.S. Or it's a complete fucking fraud. It's hard to fucking tell. One other thing is, well, you, that, those ladies are going to go to jail, right? They're in. No, they. I think I thought they got the two year. I thought it already. Two came of them down. are mothers, right? Yeah. But the other trippy thing is, in in the some of it's kind of a propaganda spiel though. So it's like in the U.S. Oh, the Russians! Oh, fuck them, man! Put you know no freedom of speech. But hey, don't forget about Bradley Manning and Julian Assange, the duo that I call Penis Riot. They're up the same fucking street, and that's that's in our backyard. No, no, they it it seems real. I mean, they're like dancing around. It's nah. real, and they're fucking pissed off about something. Uh, so I can dig that. Yeah. But it's just, it's weird. I can't total puppets from uh, foreign money. Yeah, but it's just weird, the recording, you know? It's like the, somebody could have just done the record, you know? Did the, when did the record get done? You know, if they're in jail, you know, they do like an HR thing where he they I sing the whole thing I from think, jail? Well, there's different members. Okay. It's not like a regular band. Right. I think it's a group of people. Okay. Because I've seen... I know there was one the that videos, didn't go to jail. You can see yeah. there's different people. And, and then today, they said the Russian police are looking for, for the, people get the rest who were at of the them. church yeah. that didn't get arrested. I hope they're not on Facebook, man. Only it's grabbed, all over. They grabbed three of them, right? Yeah. But some, I, I think there was more than that. I think yeah. they were playing to a tape yeah. at, the, at the church. I think they're kind of artist people, too. They remind me of 70s punk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or pistols, even. Or crass. Yeah. <laughs> kind of so like they, crass. Oh, that's a living. No. Of course they fucking do. Yeah, anyway, yeah, I think that it's an it's an amazing thing, that, that trip, but it's just got to kind of check it. Okay, but we got to get back to your story. No Let's doubt. Let's hear some more music.
stay by your side Mine is a love that comes deep in the night And leaves before morning We sold our wild oats out here under the stars And many would curse us if only they knew So get you up so often and here's what to do Walk back to the house in distant guitars Hey! 
say the words you thought you'd never say. You say the words, and all the words make the tongue go numb. You say the words, you say the words, until the words don't want to come. For Pedro Show, Chow and Calamari. Jordan got on his way here at Bob Fitt. Hey, I, I didn't want to show up to your pad empty-handed. I'm a big fucking Watt from Pedro fan, so it's an honor to fucking supply the chow and the drink. Okay, the chunk of music there. And the spiel. The spiel's coming up. Uh, Love is Insecure by Many Birthdays out of Texas, Austin. Then Husband by... Our Stevie Moore and High Five Club. High Five Club of French guys. Our Stevie, I think he's living back in Nashville. Uh, Motel Tropical by Joe Bouchard, former bass player, Blue Oyster Cult, Connecticut. That's good shit. I've heard those other pieces uh, on the other Style shows. by Toys That Kill, they're Pedro. Todd C. They rock Recess the ballet. They rock Harold's. They rock Godmothers. Right over. 
Yeah, they, they did Las Vegas bowling too, I saw. Did they? Yeah, getting around, spreading it around a little. Cold Wind by the Skags. Not Skags, Scrags out of Sweden. And uh, born with the, either a tear or a tear. It's hard to know. It seems spelling? Lame, uh, English yeah. is. No, it's confusing. Is it tear? Is it tear? Big Sur, great band. Uh, one from uh, Mars Volta. Okay, oh, cool. back to your story. Yes. Beatles. Beatles, then, check it out. Yeah, that's the my music. music was Dr. Demento. Actually, it was still my dad. I used to fit my dad. Sunday moved, night? My, yeah, my dad moved up to Santa Barbara. And so I'm kicking it up there one weekend. You know, my mom was down on the west side somewhere. 100 miles. Yeah. Nice ride, though. Um, so he said one night, he said, hey, Dr. Nemeno starting. Sit in this room and listen to this. Sundays. On a Sunday, yeah. So I kicked it, and so I got turned on to the whole thing. And back then, it was four hours on KMET, on the Mighty Matt. Who ya? Who ya, what? Comedy. Yeah, but it was good. A novelty music, but... <laughs> Well, I was into a lot of comedy. I was into Tom Lair. Well, I was, yeah, Tom Lair, Richard Pryor, George Carlin, Cheech and Chong. I, that's I was. It was into a lot of comedy stuff, and so this kind of brought in the music aspect to it. You know, whatever the the cockroach that ate Cincinnati or titties and beer. Right? You had you had rock Shaving aspects. Cream. Shaving cream. I had the Benny. I got that album, Benny Bell. Man, yeah, I saw it at the Two Guys in Manhattan Beach, and I fucking jumped on it. So. uh yeah, so that, and then uh, once, I guess my dad was the biggest influence, so then then a little bit later. He foisted the D on you. Yeah, the, which was good, but he knew, he knew it was a good so fit. So every weekend you started listening to him. To Dr. Demento, yeah, stay demented, you know, it's kind of like. Top hat rock. Yeah, it's kind of like starting your own band. But, uh, so. Blue top hat. Yeah, so burns. then. I get a little bit older, and then one day my I'm visiting my dad. Oh, All right, what's well, next story? Yeah, next hold it for uh, yeah. hour two because this is the end of the first hour. August twenty third, two thousand twelve. We'll just show up, beat or so. Guest George Schwartz. Hold tight for hour two. August twenty third, two thousand twelve. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
not obvious, I am Rick O'Berry. I talk about Mercury, I talk about Nakani. I drink Flippo to be a star. I know the language, I know they are real, I know they are free. I can't sleep at night, I drink Flippo to be a star. I watched them give birth, I nursed them when they were sick. Kathy died, she killed her.
Watford Pedro show. We start off the third hour with some stuff from Italy. First, uh, Squarcy Mountain, a live tune called Stoke. They're on tour now. Jacopo and Andrea from uh, Sigori. They got a new album out too soon. Fourth album. Uh, after that, we heard Carapace. Carap it was probably Carapacha. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know Italian at all. Tubacks. Great band. And Invenzione. Three. Trina. By uh, Neil and Manlio. Incredible guitarist. Doesn't use a strap. Hmm. Just manhandles it or puts his. Standing up, up. On, sometimes no so strap up standing on a up. fucking chair and yeah, no strap on the guitar. Heaves it on his shoulder. He's bad. <laughs> He's bad. Okay. Now what about this Demento? Okay, so you, then I get in the Doctor Demento thing. Then a couple of years later, I'm about thirteen or something. It's Saturday night. My dad says, "Okay, have a seat. Let's have a seat in the living room." Turns down the light. Breaks the fucking bong out and says, okay, time to, you know, smoke weed. For hits? Yeah, for my first hit. And what does he put on? No. I mean, I, you should guess. My So my dad's a hippie. He wants something good for a good Doors. first stone. It's a little too, that's hard rock. He's not, it wasn't a hard rocker. Light well, my fires. <laughs> no, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, okay. And, it, it's, and he smokes me out, and we're sitting on his beanbag chair, watching the fire go, and then it, it kicks in, and it's like, wow. And he's explaining the man. explaining the dark side of the moon concept and all that stuff, and then he puts on, and I think... But the end of the album, he says, there is no dark side of the moon, it's all dark. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes, then, he, then my dad put on uh, metal and... I, you know, I, and More some other Floyd. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was into guy. Floyd. Yeah, definitely. So that's when that's when I started getting into the uh, hard rock. I guess that was these his days. Music. Still, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I'm getting into different types of things. You know, somewhat. The thing is, he was never into jazz, which is a trip. He was way he into Domeno. He likes Beatles, Rolling Stones, Pink, Pink Floyd, Floyd, The Who. I'm a big Who fan. Big Who. He used to take me to the when they'd show the rock films up in Santa Barbara, like uh, when Kids Are All Right came out. We saw that at the theater, you know. And I'm, I'm, we're sitting in the theater. I'm watching these guys banging their heads to the Who, sitting in the seats, you know, like head banging. I'm like, wow, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, and uh, uh, Gimme Shelter, you know, the Gimme Shelter, the Ultimate film. Yeah. It took me to all that, and Hendrix plays, Jimmy plays Berkeley, and all those, all those old rock films. Right. Yeah. So doesn't Jerry say that? Yeah, but, but he, he wasn't Marty Bummer, and they turn right around, yeah, and, and fly back. <laughs> but the one thing, like I remember, he was there was some band like Electric Flag. There were certain things he didn't like, and maybe MC Five too. Like he wasn't into Stooges, right? Some things that were like really over the top. He wasn't into heavy metal, so it it had it could only go. It had to be kind of more creative, a little softer to a point. But if yeah. you were just making noise. For the point of making noise, he wasn't. He wasn't. Wasn't into that. He didn't buy it. No. All right. So that that was the that was the the hard rock era. What about people at school? 
Oh, and then the whole, well, that was the whole time of the fucking forced music, you know, what I call forced music. 76, 77, you couldn't fucking go anywhere without hearing fucking Cheap Trick or The Cars or Zeppelin or any of that shit. Like, I know the whole fucking Zeppelin category, and I never own a goddamn record, right? Well, where did I, you know, just wherever you go. I went to Beverly Hills High, and they had, it. they would pump the fucking music in the quad, you know, at lunchtime and stuff like that. You, you couldn't fucking get away from it. Ugh. Yeah. But I heard uh, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. That was kind of slipped in the side there on the Z channel. It's like, well, that's pretty cool. Time warp? Yeah, let's do the time warp again. It's just a jump to the left. And I saw this thing on a public access. I saw a thing on the talking heads. That was kind of cool. But it still didn't really register, you know. But, uh, oh, and uh, Rolling Stones, Miss You. I really love that fucking record. Oh. Aerosmith, uh, Double Live, Bootleg, you know, all that kind of fucking crap. Miss You. Yeah. Hey, that's a good record. They just re-released that, too. Did yeah. they? What was the one after that? Some Girls? Yeah, that's it started going downhill after that, man. But Miss You had the rap, you know, this town's full of money grabbers. Go ahead. Buy yeah, but big uh, some girls, yeah, they got shattered. shattered. Yeah, boop, shaubi. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But that that's was good some shit. girls. Yeah, that was good. But after that, it was, then you got to When the whip comes down. Yeah, when the, yeah, dude, a rocker. Yeah. So it was a the little. with the faraway eyes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, respectable. Get out of my life. Don't take my wife. Don't come back. What? So that was that. You know, in that, those days, right, that was all you got. KMET and KLOS fucking just pumping the hits. The, there was the a metal Long hits. Beach and, oh, and disco, too. There was a Long Beach station here called KNAC. Oh, yeah, KNAC. Yeah, I got clued into that a little bit later. That was that was like post-punk rock when I, I found out about KNAC. Oh, really? So, yeah. I think they told I didn't me know about metal it back station then. then, but they were kind of rock and roll station. Yeah. These DJs, Ron McCoy. Yeah. Bobby Blue. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of... They would play bootlegs. And, but I know what you mean. Yeah, you could... It was forced. You couldn't You couldn't escape it, man. All right. And uh, at your school, what was big? Skating? Oh, so school... Well, the other was one was... Dis- the other stuff was disco, right? So around, yeah. around that time, maybe a little before skaters? that. Yeah, so I, well, I ended up in 1978... I landed in Santa Monica, right? Yeah. And that's Dogtown, right? Dogtown is Santa Monica and Venice. Yeah. But that was kind of, Dogtown was kind of dying down. But I was getting fully into skating then. Okay. Uh, but I never really clicked with kids at school. Because I, like, I went to four different high schools in four different years. So I never really kind of settled in with stuff. No, but there was, was there a connect with music and skating? That was late. That was after getting into hardcore. That's where it made a lot of sense. Uh, but still, I'm. Maybe, I think those Z boys they skated to Van Halen. Oh yeah, yeah. Stuff. No, it's in the. It's in the. Uh, yeah, the Alva. Right. He was into all. He's into Zeppelin and and all that shit. But that was cool. But some of them, Jay Adams was the punker man. Yeah. He he was he was into, he was into punk rock. And I, I seen him later. Him and Muir hanging out at the cafe and stuff like that. Yeah, but they were more you know ZZ Top and. All that good stuff. And Aerosmith. But Aerosmith rocks. I mean, that's kind of a... That's a pretty heavy <laughs> I saw ZZ blow him away once. Yeah. Here, let's hear some more music. See, 
heaven is still warm But the meal is It's
something Walking backwards Wanting something People listen This is vital Would you line up Time for your relief Hollow boxes Stacked up in rows Chilling concrete On which we meet
Lock for Pedro show. Guest Jordan Schwartz here. Uh, Sweating. Yeah. If I turn on the fan, it'll be really loud. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, no. That's, hey. Sorry. You gotta put on a good it's show. It's a little though. warm here. I'll suffer for your art. Okay, uh, we started off that chunk with Rectum of Nefertiti by Mau Mau's. New Mau Mau's. Jordan was surprised there's new Mau Mau's, but yeah. Well, no, I know they've been gigging, but I didn't know it's gonna be on this show. Or that they, I didn't know they had a record. I've been playing them lots of shows mm. ever since I got the album. Maybe a month ago. Oh. Um, then we got two by Evan. Cat from San Jose. He moved to uh, New York City. He was the fourth man in Terra Malos, he, but he came from a band called Worker Bee. Now he's got a band called Family Root, and we just heard Out in the Pasture. Then we heard a Worker Bee song after that, No Dreams. Then uh, some cats that came to the gig. You were at the gig? Yes. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, downtown. Yeah, that was fun. These uh, young men were in a band called Dead Reverend, and they gave me a... Oh, right. Yeah, no, I saw you chatting with a dude from San Diego. Yeah. No, that that they were... The first band. It was the first band, right? Move to... Move, yeah, yeah. But these guys were Dead Reverend. They didn't play that night. Oh. Hopefully I'll play with them there, though. But those guys, yeah, the drummer man helped roll out my speaker amp. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. Good chat. Bump to move, move before. Or I can't remember their name. They're good, young guys. They want to bum rush your gig down there when the opera tour's down there. You gave them the green light, man. Bum rush? Get on the gig. You said, "Oh, call the promoter. Get on the gig, man." Well, yeah, they and they they knew about Casma. Yeah, people ask me about getting on the gigs, and it's more about them uh, going to the clubs. Yeah, because I'm only there the day of that gig. Right. But uh, to get back on the subject, Robert Pollard, after that, from his solo album, uh, well, he's got a new one. Yeah. I think it's a Guided by Voices album. Or is it Robert Pollard? Well, this one's a Robert Pollard, and that song was Chief Meteorologist. And then we heard Perfect Stampede doing Back to Sleep, and finally, uh, Quigley Dictum, something live from Scarcity of tanks in Cleveland. Okay, so you're skating. Well, no, first yeah, yeah, high yeah. Court. No, I'm skating. No, you're right. So I, when, I, when, I, when I landed in Santa Monica, there's this place, Rip City Skates, like a block away. They had yeah. pinball machines and space invaders and they had skateboards. So I started hanging out there because I didn't know anybody, right? And I, and I was in skating, so I just was street skating, you know? Um, yeah. Because that's real easy. You just get your skate and do some curb grinds or whatever. Um, it was cool. So, yeah. but then uh, there was one rainy night, right? And I had, we're, our pad had this, uh, it was like condos, and they had a yeah. garage, an underground garage, and it got a, gotten flooded. Yeah. So I'm in there kind of cleaning the shit out, and, and somebody starts skating down the fucking driveway into the, like there's four feet of this black water. Boom, splashing into the yeah. water. And it turns out that's Dave Markey and his crew. And they had lived right around the block. So I was like, started hanging out with and them. They were skaters. Yeah. Well, they, they were just they, they were just having fun, right? Dave, back then, they, they were just into fight. The crew were just into getting all kinds of trouble. Did they knew that water was there. That Yeah, they knew that water was right. there, and they had a beat-up skateboard. And all the flooded garages, they were skating into all of them. Anyone that had a big, 
big driveway going down into the, the flooded garage. Getting wet. They were skating. So they said, hey, we know some other ones down the street. So I just cruised with them. That's where Dave and I met. We hung out all night. and It was yeah. good times after that. So what we then, we were getting into like new wave. It was B-52s. And the ska stuff, the specials, Madness Selector. You know, you can be picking that stuff off of where KROQ maybe K Rock, and maybe some stuff from Demento from the from Rip City. Well, Doctor Demento didn't play any; he just played his shit. I was kind of burning on that. Played Yankovich. Yeah, but that's not ska, man. So we were getting so we're getting into like B fifty twos. Oh, and Talking Heads. That's what started getting into Talking Heads. Talking Heads seventy seven, and uh, more songs about buildings with food. And then, then. Then, finally, Decline of Western Civilization, Jealous Again EP, oh, and seeing X at the Santa Monica City. Well, you got, you, are you going to gigs yet? No, no. So, first gigs, 1980, X at the Santa Monica Civic. With Devo? It, it, no, it was X, no, Alley Cat, X, X and the Alley Cats and the Gears. New Year's Eve was Long Beach Arena. Yeah. With Devo. Wow. Crazy. And, and Germs played Hong Kong with Joanna Wynn. I went to that one. I didn't go to the... New wave one. Yeah. So, uh, so that's your first. Oh, we game. were into we were into Devo too in the new wave era. The duty now for the future. All yeah, that shit. The, well, what's the first gig? But so first gig was X, and I was like packed in. It was all packed at the Santa Monica Civic. Yeah. And like I'm trying to get out because I'm like getting claustrophobic, and I fucking pass out on the floor. It was trippy. Wow. But uh, and then we get out and we're hanging out in the lawn, right? What do you mean, get out? Was we had the gig, the gig's over, and we're just okay. like sweating and, and just hanging out on the front lawn. And these fucking HBs come up to us. We're sitting on the grass, yeah. and they're like just going around fucking with everybody, you know, because we were, you know, just these dopey new waiver kids with our, you know, specials buttons or whatever. And they're like giving us shit. It's like, what are these well, fucking hardcores? What are these guys with the black flag bars? Maybe had that first, maybe got that first record. I don't know if we were listening to Rodney. You were then. listening to Wave and shit. Yeah, yeah, Rodney played a lot of X. Yeah, maybe from from Rip City Skates, or maybe maybe we started listening to Rodney too. But you know, an X was a good transition. But it was fucking decline in Western civilization. Remember, the album came out. X like, is on that. Oh yeah, and X, Black Flag, Circle Jerks, fucking uh, the bags, right? Um, a well, lot I of think amazing it's stuff. Alice Bag Band, right? Yeah, whatever. Um, and and they had the little raps in between the stuff and, and the the fear the fear classic fucking fear and that record had come out like six months or a year before oh, the Chavo. movie came out yeah Chavo, Chavo era out. Black Flag yeah we got arrested the other night Chuck. for playing punk rock music you know it's like wow it, and then Blackies you know that was in Santa Monica it's like wow mm, cool no Blackies not Isn't yet. that West LA? Okay, whatever. No, you know what? How? You know, I know about Blackies. I used to go to gigs there. And you know what's one block away? Mm. Pinks. Right That's on. How I yeah, found so now out we know where Pinks. that is. Okay. It was just south of fucking Melrose huh. on La Brea. Huh. You know how, uh, how Pinks is one block? It's after you go north, right? Yeah. This was the other side. Still on La Brea. That's how I found it. Cool. And uh, yeah, that's where that's from. Yeah, that's cool. But anyway, so you we go get to that gig. That, you didn't know about clubs yet. 
Not really, no. It was still big, you know, the big Santa Monica Civic gig. It was safe. It was in records, Santa Monica. Yeah, so records. we're buying records. There's a record shop up the street. They have collectibles, but they also have this little punk record. And we go in there every weekend or whatever, and we'd look at the Germs record. But we were, like, too scared to fucking buy it. You know, look at the front. You know, what, what we do is job? secret. And, or, and, and, or, and then we'd flip it around and look at the pictures, you know, the Darby the and the Pat. Yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't know labels, yeah. We weren't paying attention to labels. Okay. It, it, but finally, you know, I think one of us, Dave, got that, and I was like, "Whoa, this is gnarly!" But it was really the decline. That was the that was the opener. They've got a couple songs on there, and the Jealous Again EP, and that was just fucking oh, primo, you know. Just and then and then we start. That's when we start listening to Rodney. You know, four hours, and we're taping stuff. Yeah. You know, sit with a ghetto was blaster. A lot of court. Not a lot. I mean, for four hours, it was a lot of fucking drama, rama, and a lot of this. Oh yeah. Echo and the bunny look, man. Look, and we this. gotta. All right, all right. Cut it and get on to hour three. It's been. Uh, You're the boss. Second hour of August. Well, the, the clock's a boss. Yeah, yeah, that's true. August I'm tied to a clock. 2012 edition. Watt Pedro show guest Jordan Sport. Uh, hold tight for hour three. August 23rd, 2012, it's the third hour of the All day, Miami to Maine. Who will write your refund check? You drive me insane. I hope your re-election keeps us on and strong. Oh, Jesus, don't mind. And if he does, still be fine. All day, surrounded by rain. The receipts from the local stores are proof I'm insane. I hope we'll have the cash to keep it all week long. Oh, Jesus, don't mind. And if he does, still be fine. Stairs to the lair is a place where your daddy keeps his cold 45. The man says I'm better off alone. And I've been there and I'm scared of the thought that I'm gonna be the witness to dies. Maybe I'll be better off alone. All day, Miami to Maine. Who are on the government while we circle the drain? 
song of my spasm. There's a sound in my spine that chimes like nervous laughter and rattles like a shaking hand. Fingers contorted in skeletal trapeze, pain ringing from the base of my shoulder like a gong, quaking through a chorus of tremors that harmonizes in the middle of my neck. For all this discord, I get one moment of music.
Rock for Pedro Show. Start off the third hour with uh, Eric Britt doing Miami to Maine. Then uh, you people suck at music. Just <laughs> add vocals by Sea Star Sound. <laughs> Song of My Spasm, a poem by Tyler Cutner. <laughs> and Burroughs from Chelsea Light Moving. Who's Chelsea Light Moving? Oh, I know who Chelsea Light Moving. He's one of my Facebook buddies. Thurston, right? It's Thurston's new band. I wouldn't think that some dude coming from Hodko would say something. <laughs> I just because I know you're a, okay, you're not, I know you're story. not a not a fake looker. Back to the story. <laughs> Besides the whole computer shit, internet's fucked me up. I'm, I'm, I'm you're okay. I'm done. Let's get I'm back done. to your story, okay? You yeah, and Dave Marky. Oh, Rodney, dude. No, Rod- but you and Dave Marky get the germs out. Hey, well, yeah. That Jer- was a big deal, well, it went right? to me. I'm telling you, Decline was the shit. Decline was blowing okay. our fucking minds. And the movie wasn't out. No, so but we- you were looking at the album and then finally... Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Like, right. we got, somebody ponied up the fucking seven bucks and got you it. looked at the pictures. Yeah, yeah. These people sound yeah. like... You know, like Pat's wearing like puka beads, you know? <laughs> and Darby looks kind of funky. And Lorna. Lorna's They're happening. Like trippers. Oh, yeah. And, so and we didn't realize we didn't realize like? that that was uni high. That was the next Not high school over, right? School within a school. Yeah. We didn't even know that. So, but Rodney, we started listening to Rodney. That kind of spread it around a little, you know. And specifically, that's where I heard the Minutemen. There was one Sunday night he played. Well, Posh Boy did an album with him that was a compilation. Oh, that was great. Yeah, that was a great compilation. It was called uh, Rodney on the Road. Volume one, man. Yeah, yeah. Agent Orange. Something about the the lights too bright or something. Raymond did the cover. Oh, oh, that one. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Rodney on the Rock one. Yeah, yeah, it's Rodney on the Rock. He's involved. He helped him pick the songs. Oh, really? Posh Boy's involved. Rodney's involved. Raymond's involved. I think Chuck and Greg, you know, Rodney was playing a lot of flag then. Oh yeah, dude, the flag interview. A lot of Blondie, a lot of Bay City. No, they they did a he, they did an amazing black flag interview right before Rise Above. Drama, right? Yeah, right before Rise Above came out. It was it's it was classic. But before that, Rodney played a set. He played four tunes off the punchline, just straight through. And I, and I'm fucking I taped it. You know, I got it right. Okay. And I'm listening to that. I'm like, I what think the? You search for that compilation. Yeah. 38 seconds. Yeah. Fucking great tune, man. Um, but he played... I think that's on Punchline. He played... He, he says four songs off Punchline. Yeah. And I don't remember the exact tunes, but I had that chunk, you know, to just go... And I was like, wow, well, what the... Was Search. Search was at the beginning of the album, I think. What the fuck? And I thought, when I was listening to it, I thought for some reason it was four people in the band, and they all had skinheads, but I did in my mind they were wearing flannel. For whatever reason, that was my... And I don't know why. Maybe I heard it somewhere or something like that. But but it was I saw four people in my yeah. mind doing that. You know, like a lead singer trip. But that was so. That's why I got turned on to the Minutemen there. Plus, Black Flag oh. and and he played Go Go. She used to have Go Go interviews and. So Rodney's was the what about fanzines? Flipside. So uh, at Santa Monica High, somebody was shop, shopping around an issue of Flipside, and so we'd go out in the quad. We'd all read. You know, we'd all like ten people thumbing through one issue of Flipside. This is just at like, high school. Yeah, at high school. Like, what the hell is? What's this? They man? were out of Whittier. Yeah, but nobody's going to clubs. Well, like that year was the the last Darby gig at the Starwood. I remember that people at school. It's in the hallway. Somebody's going. Are you going to go to the Starwood to see the the last Germs gig? And I'm like. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, with that, music.
from a squeeze I scratch my balls I bounce off walls I do it in the malls In the halls And even in my overalls I scratch my balls It gives me relief, so I scratch my balls, cause others grief. I'm driving in my car, sitting at the table, watching old movies up Clark and Gable. I saw him in a western and he did it too. So what the hell am I supposed to do? I scratch my balls, I bounce off walls, I do it in the malls, in the halls, and even in my overalls, I scratch my balls. Pedro show. I just did a bunch of spiel with that. Not the fucking recording button on, so here we go on a rerun. You just heard uh, Cul de Sac by Yo Mama. That's out of Nashville. Uh, Carnal Kitchen, Mr. Clean. Carnal Kitchen, Steve McKay. Brother Steve McKay, Stooge Sax Man. Same uh, tenor. Uh, this was his band in the 60s and early 70s. But it's a new recording or is it No, old? it's from there. It's in fact, it's when he went to New York City to shop around. The only one who would listen to him was Roulette Records. Hmm. Tommy James, ask him about that. Ahead of that was Dog Beach by Hang Zeros. And starting it off was uh, Camson Anywhere. Which is, uh, yeah, we know about that. Well, well, we know about it, but you didn't hear record. Nobody else. I've played a lot of Hank anywhere on this radio show, so people know. It's Cedric from uh, Mars Volta at the drive-in on drums and kicking up much dust. Christian on the 12 strings. Back to your story. Yeah. Nobody's going to clubs yet. Not not quite yet. Okay. Uh, People are reading the... Flip side. Though. Oh yeah, no, we're get we're getting we're like on the edge of the black hole getting sucked in. All right. So one of the first gig club gigs I remember was when we ran into this other guy, Alan Gilbert, and who lived lived up the street. We're hanging out with him, listening to like some punk rock shoebox punk tapes, you know, with crass and a bunch of other shit on there. 
And stuff recorded from Richard Meltzer's Unprovoked Attack show on KPFK. No, that was called Hepcats from Hell. Or Hepcats from Hell. Yeah. But from his from that show, we, we had... Any mixtapes? Yeah, like Electric Eels was taped off of that show. The yeah. fucking great tune. He used to play a lot of good music. Yeah. Um, yeah, and KPFK is fucking cool, right? You guys played yeah. there back in the day in Sacramento, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so we're sitting in his room... And we're thinking about, that's where we kind of got the idea to start We Got Power magazine. We're just like farting around, and my sister's drawing us picture, and that becomes the for cover of the first issue, yeah. and we just go and do it. We, Dave and I used to do fanzines and other stuff of like, from, stuff with kids around the block, yeah. kind of things, like pre-hardcore stuff with kids on the block stuff. Like Dave was shooting movies since he was 11, and with just kids on the block, like a little exorcist thing or whatever. And then it got more well, involved. Well, you got to bring Dave on. All right, we'll, we'll talk yeah, about Yeah, we'll that. do it again. Anyway. But you guys, you, so what we do what is. What you're doing is like a punk version of what you've already been doing. Right. But we'll, we'll, save, we'll, we'll save that. So the gig we go to, the first club yeah. gig, is fucking Cuckoo's Nest on a Tuesday night. It's fucking Minuteman. Well, if you're going to have fans and you need gig reviews. Right. So we manufacture one straight away. Fucking knock it out of the park on the first gig. Descendants, Minutemen, Red Cross. At the at on a Tuesday night at the Cuckoo's Nest, fucking yeah. amazing, man! It I was think amazing. Me and D Boom got shocked. Really? Yeah, bad grounds and a spark between our nose and knocked us both back. Yeah, so that would bring your own microphones to that place. <laughs> I remember that gig. Yeah, it was amazing, and there was like hardly anybody there. And when Mugger Mugger's in the crowd, oh, he's, he was a character builder. Yeah, M- Mugger was in the, but it, for us it was a mind blower. Because Mugger's in the crowd well, going... Character builders can be mind-blowers. Mugger, Mugger's in the crowd going, D-Boone, D-Boone, take a shit on stage. And we're like, what? What's going on here? You know? Oh, that's that Miniman. We heard them oh, on he Rodney. Was making a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, guess you had to, I guess you had to bend there. Nothing more important for an audio podcast than visual aids.
to fill up the tape. We're just trying to fill up the tape. Let's take four minutes. Line to play to. What? The melody line to play to. Uh, the bass players. Do, work out with the bass players. They're more melodic. I'm not very musical tonight. I'm, uh... Walk for Pedro show. Last music for this edition. Damn. No foot stretched that lumber. By Ott. Out of Austin. Uh, not your fool. The Bang out of uh, San Jose, NorCal. Uh, Buy Me Honey by Yellow Red Sparks. I think they're OC. And finally, Putz Meister Fetal Bovine <laughs> Serum by John Truby and the Ugly Janitors of America. That's uh, Santa Rosa, I think. NorCal. Uh, okay, so you guys start this fanzine. We got the power. Yeah. Now, what's interesting, fast forward all these years later, you're putting out a book. Yeah, so about eight years. So back in the day, we did it all ourselves, right? Dave would sit in his room and use these Letraset letters and scratch them onto a layout board where we'd type right up record reviews and he'd cut them out and he'd paste them out. He got me clued into photography, so I would shoot and develop and print 35-millimeter film all up in my bathroom there. So, but back in the day, I wasn't really good technically at, at developing the film or whatever, and it was a pain in the ass to print shit out. So I kind of shell, I had a shitload of, of, of pics, the negatives, and just kind of shelved them over the years. Eventually, after five issues of We Got Power, which were printed by John Circle One's dad downtown, speaking of core, um, the, the mag kind of just burned out as we kind of got into post-hardcore stuff and we're doing things like Desperate Teenage Love Dolls and like more movie trips. And I was working at, at Global Network as a press agent and a booking agent. We, so we kind of got all over the place. You left the magazine behind. But then you fast forward. I'm doing computer shit on the internet. Dave's making more films. And about eight years ago, Dave got a scanner, right, you know, a flatbed scanner, and had a negative attached. We started running his negatives through it. And he's like, wow, look at all these cool pics. So he gives me a call. It's over a Christmas break. He said, bring your fucking negatives over. So I bring, like, like you know, hundreds of negatives over, and we scan them all. Yeah. And the thing is, the, the, the digital stuff, especially with the black and white image, the firmware on, on a scanner is really good at pulling out an image. Even if it's not developed that well, 
it can figure out the black and whites, or you can go tweak it, you know, in any kind of photo editing thing and make it look really good. So right then, that seven years ago, we're like, wow, we could do a really cool book about this. And what would be cool? Why don't we take some of the pictures, and then we have some of the people in the pictures writing about what was happening. It's somewhat inspired by, you know, Brendan Mullins. Um, he what he did like a, a his books where he would like talk with people. Yeah, the, the books would be the people's spiels. New York called "Please Kill Me" by Lex No, no, I'm Brent, I'm hey, fuck New history. York. I'm talking about Brendan yeah, Mullins. Yeah, he did it many years before. But no, but same idea. It's little oral histories. Yeah, so we thought, well, we'll do we'll do something like that. Initially, we talked with Thurston. Uh, and we were all kind of set up to go, but then his uh, ecstatic peace books, the whole the business kind of blew up, and uh, so we oh no, so we we got a hold of this guy Ian Christie who does this this book publishing in Brooklyn called Bazillion Points. They'd done the Touch and Go book, you know, the dudes from Detroit that did the Touch and Go fanzine and the yeah. records, all that good shit. And so here we go, we got this book coming out, comes out in September. Yeah. And we're doing a gig at Track 16 Gallery in Santa Monica. That's Track 16 Gallery. Yeah. With uh, starting September 8, we yeah. got and, and they're letting us. We got 140 prints, you know, big big printouts of pictures in the book. The book's fucking 300 pages, but we got uh, like 140 prints, and then we're gonna have like skateboards and T-shirts and all this kind of shit up there. And on opening night, we got uh, a bunch of bands playing like Adolescence and The Last. This is September eighth. Yeah, coming soon. Next week you bring Dave Markey and let's see. We'll finish it up, okay? Because we're out of time. It's been very much my honor, though, to have you aboard. Hey, and I'm honored. I'm honored to be on this, dude. I'm a big fan of you and the and I, dude. I'm an avid listener of the Wad from Pedro show, and it's uh, it's unfortunate that we couldn't have the spin cycle. Uh, But next week we'll we'll do do that next week. Yeah. Because he, he turned me on to the Go Team, man. I got I owe right. Brother Matt for that. I would have never found that tune, Super Triangle, if it wasn't for him. Super I love Triangle? I love that song. All right. It's been the <laughs> August 23rd, 2012 edition of the Wild for Pedro Show with guest Jordan Schwartz. Everybody, keep your powder dry. <laughs>